What's up, guys? Welcome to episode two of Black Flagged. Uh, it's Big Glice with you, and today I have Bryce with me from the 19th Hole Show. What's up, Bryce? Oh, not much. Just uh, living the dream. How's it going? Oh, it's living the dream myself, my friend. Just trying not to die from heat <laughs> exhaustion. <laughs> Dude, we had a power outage today, and we almost uh, had a pretty uh, disastrous night in the Miller household. <laughs> that is crazy, man. <laughs> Just because the heat yeah. gets, goes up, the, why does the power go out? I don't ever understand that. Nope. No idea. So. Oh, man. But it's kind of like the way the racing's been lately anyways. I mean, there's always been some kind of rain delay or power outage or God knows what. So, but Yeah. That's what you get when that's you race. Sure. Yeah, they've – yeah, exactly. And, uh, I mean, sometimes – unfortunately, we'll – Fortunately, unfortunately, we cannot fight the elements in this race because it'd just be way too dangerous. We'd have uh, NASCAR to have some deaths on our hands, that's for sure. Exactly. Especially when you race four times in 11 days in rain season in North Carolina. So, <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, it was glad to see them back. It sucks that you have to wait to watch a 600-mile race for, I don't know what, six hours. Yep, that's also that's also a downer. But we have, yeah. we have a we have a uh, we have a big race coming up on Saturday. We have uh, Bristol. Yes, that is good. That's Bristol is low key my favorite uh, my favorite race to watch. I will watch I'll watch any Bristol race over any Daytona Talladega race. Right on. And coming from past experience, I've been there once in my lifetime, and it's worth yep. the, worth the trip. Oh yeah, my dad's been there a few times. He had he. Uh, had the garage passes and he saw uh, Jimmy Spencer and uh, it was Jimmy Spencer and I think it was Robbie Gore and got into a fist fight in the, in the garage. Nice. Jimmy Spencer, man, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> that same race, he went up to dad went up to Jimmy and asked for his autograph and Jimmy spit chewing tobacco all over dad's shoes. Like, oh, oh. sorry about that. <laughs> Signed his autograph and just shoot him off. Wow. <laughs> The man, the man is world class. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> he's the John. He's the John Daly of uh, of NASCAR. Exactly right. I was going to say the David Wells of NASCAR. <laughs> remember who that exactly. is? <laughs> yep. Oh man, but that almost happened on uh, Wednesday night at the Darlington race. If you remember, at the end of that race between Kyle Busch and uh, Chase Elliott, you cut out. Oh, sorry, you got me back. I – oh, no, you're good. I just heard – I heard you say talk about uh, Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch. No, you see, I want to talk about this because I want to express – I don't hate anyone, but I want to express the dislikeness. I think I'm losing you a little bit. Kyle Busch. To no one like – him wrecking Chase Elliott like that is the reason no one likes him. Mm-hmm. No one likes Kyle Busch. I don't – oh, man, it just grinds my gears because Chase had the win. Chase had the win, and I think the only reason Kyle Busch even dumped him was because Chase blew his doors off. Yeah. Like – I don't, don't want to do it is. It's very hard to do. It's 
not too big of a track and you're bumper to bumper 75 percent of the race and you don't have the room to do it you really don't right you only have you could barely fit three wide barely fit three wide and if you are someone's gonna hit the apron someone's gonna spin oh yeah and they proved that in both races like within the first two laps oh yeah they did and I just love that Chase didn't even hold back. He waited for Kyle to come back around, even though the official was trying to get him off the track and just flipped him off right there. And that to me was like, yep, Kyle Busch has not changed in the last 10 years that I haven't watched it. So. He has not. And honestly, I don't, I don't care. Kyle Busch could keep it like this just so I could just not like him that much more. Right. It's funny thing is, is I started hating his brother first, and then all of a sudden he showed up, and I was like, "No, nah, I got two of them to hate." Do I don't mind? I honestly do not mind Kurt Busch whatsoever. I don't mind him. I mean, but at, yeah, just like you, at first I couldn't stand Kurt Busch when he was in the sharp when he was in the Sharpie car winning. He won the what was it, two thousand four? I think he won the two thousand four Nextel Cup. That's yep. what it was at the time. And then um, when his brother came in, I started not liking his brother. So then it just gave me a little bit of a little cushion towards uh, towards Kurt. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a big Elliott fan. I was a big Bill Elliott fan, so I'm a huge Chase Elliott fan now too. Right on. I remember you saying something to me earlier this week about your boy. I was kind of wondering if it was Chase Elliott. Yeah, he he should have had it. He should have had that race. Right and. The way he's been going the last two races, I kind of want to put my money on him for Wednesday night. Dude, he's he's an animal behind the wheel. I would not like if you were to tell me this was fifth season, fifth, sixth season, and then in the in the Cup Series, if you were to tell me that he would be running this solid by now, out of your day, <laughs> it's surprising. He's surprising a lot of. I mean, I didn't realize he was that young into it. I mean, I'm kind of doing a little bit more research on him. Um, I'm just happy to see people like him thriving, but I'm also proud to see that Martin Truex is still there. And I didn't even realize he won a championship a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's a, that's a name that no one really even thinks about winning a championship is Martin Truex. Is no one saw it. Because I remember, like, you might remember way back when he was with uh, Dale Earnhardt. He was with DEI. With uh, with uh, Michael Waltrip and Dale Earnhardt, and then I don't know, I don't even know what team he's with now. But all I know is he has he has a couple, and that's he has a cup uh, championship. That's for sure. Yep, he's with Joe Gibbs now. He's racing with uh, oh god, is he with Kyle Busch? Yeah, they yeah. Toyota. Yeah, yeah, they are. So that's an unfortunate teammate to have, but at least he's got a car that can win. I mean, well, he's he's running he's running fast laps every every he's averaging top 10 qualifying every every week yeah and this year he's 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 averaged top 10 and he's in sixth place in points overall so yeah he's i like martin truex he's a fun guy to watch oh for sure have some have mad respect for the dude I think it's funny that we were talking about Truex and Elliott first off, and they're four and six, respectively. 
in the standings, but neither one of them have a win. And every every other driver around them in the top ten has a win. Yeah, and I want to talk about the wins. I think that, like, and I like I told you just earlier about the whole like the whole um, how they're doing the points. Yeah, I really don't think it should be a rule. Year in, I seriously think they need to go back to what they were in the Winston Cup series and the Mexico Cup series, where it was, what was it? Just the top ten? It's like the uh, top ten. Um, top ten or top twelve? Points. Yeah. Yeah, I, They need to go back to that way. I don't like this playoff. I don't like it. I I do and I don't because it does include a little bit more, as far as like a better chance for a driver that kind of sneaks in there in the last, like in the top 16, I think is where they cut it off now. I think you're right. And I think you're right. It's kind of like, I look at it in the way that if this driver in 16th place wins another race during that point spread or that playoffs series or whatever, they can mm-hmm. end up taking a championship and only winning one race or being very low in points. I mean, kind of rooting for the underdog in a way yep really all it is once you win you just have to you just have to get good finishes that's i mean that's the point that's the one good thing about this new point this new point system is once you win you just have to get a lot of top a lot of top fives a lot of top tens and you and you have a chance yep stage wins too yeah stage wins for sure for sure Mm -hmm. Which it looks like right now it's between Alex Bowman and Chase Elliott for first in the amount of stage wins. Bowman is doing unbelievable. I've started him every week in my fantasy NASCAR. He's gotten me. He's averaged me at least twenty-five points a week. Nice. I'm just glad so, to yeah. see the '88 team doing well because I was a big junior fan for a long time. So. Yeah, I like Junior too. He was a good dude. Wasn't a big senior fan, but. I like Junior. See, that's where we disagree, man. That was yeah, that I, was I hear you. I hear you. It's funny, too, because the only time I ever got to watch him race was in an IROC race in, in uh, Indy, the Brickyard weekend. Oh, yeah. And he had to shave his mustache off. Why is that? Because he tried to go scuba diving, and the mask wouldn't fit. Oh, no. So the iconic mustache had to go for a weekend. So you got to go see him drive one of them ugly ass colored IROC cars, huh? Yeah, the gold one at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, those those were those were a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's funny too because Junior was in that race with him and he finished twenty six laps down. <laughs> so that shows you how much of a rookie he was. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously though. Yeah. I mean, out of that Darlington race, though, like, there's one thing I will take away from it. I am slowly becoming a Clint Boyer fan. You see, so I was literally just going to say that. So, um, I actually have a pretty cool story about that. Okay. So, um, my uncle, who had um, passed in 2012, he was a big Boyer fan. And um, I kind of um, kind of followed him out in his footsteps and starting to root for Boyer just because he was a fan. But it's actually cool because um, I actually have Clint Boyer's autograph from my uncle. He went and met him at Bristol and uh, met Kevin Harvick and Boyer. And 
Um, yeah, but he's boy he was really respectable, really really respectful, um, dude. And uh, yeah, I have nothing. I have nothing but respect for the man. And he, I don't see him winning a championship, but I do see him competing. Oh, for sure. I see him competing. I like. I'll start him. I, I start him most of the time. I think my four spot in fantasy. Okay. And I mean, he does well, but um, just unfortunately, last uh, race, he uh, what was he blew a tire and put it up in the wall. Yeah, it was a pretty bad one too. I mean, I thought the car was on fire. Well, yeah, that's what I thought too. I'm like, what's going on? And then, sure enough, I, I either he blew a tire or I thought he puked a motor. It was one of the two. Yeah, he said in the post race or not the post race, but the post Medicare Center interview, excuse me, <laughs> that he just blew the right rear tire, put it up in the wall pretty hard. And that smoke that you saw was actually the front tire blowing. No shit. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So, and I looking at him in the point standing, he's in 14th right now. So, I mean, he's in if they ended it today, but that's mostly because he has two uh, stage wins and the both came in uh, Wednesday's race, so. Yeah. So this might be a dumb question, but is there like a certain amount of stage wins that you can get that equals to one win, or is it just you have to get one win solely? One win solely. It's just one win solely. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was that was a thing or not. That shows you how much I they, I, I don't pay attention to the stage win rules. I think it's just an extra like ten points for every stage win you get. So. Yeah. He's got two. Wouldn't that, so. Go ahead. That's yeah, good. but wouldn't that suck for you to have all those stage wins in a year and not have that single win and not be able to compete? Like, that would just blow. Yeah, I mean, it's like kissing your sister almost. Like, there's no point to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Like, all those race fans will get that. No, I'm just kidding. I won't go down that road. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you think? Go ahead. I would say, do you think we're going to have fans by the end of the year? Oh, for sure. You think um, so? Yeah, just because I think by the Fourth of July, there's going to be most of the nation back open, like everybody's saying. Yeah. And, and I see it in some live sports already, where, as you guys, if you listen to our other shows on here, wrestling wise, they finally let. WWE have fans in the stand, but they were wrestlers. Yeah, I um, yeah, so I somewhat follow it still, just to just to see what's going on and stuff, you know. Yeah, and I saw that they did have um, they did have some of the wrestlers. Did I see a um, a uh, barrier, um, a glass barrier? It looks like a hockey rink. Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. Which is smart. This man's being smart about this. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a month and a half behind, though, because his competition has had crowds for, like, a month now. Yep. So, it just makes it that much better, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll be, I'll be really glad to see fans start coming back into, coming back into the races. Not, I mean, that's one thing I, I want to do before I die. Just like you said in, um, in your first episode, like, if you haven't been – then you need to go. And I'm saying we need to take game on sports to Adora. <laughs> that is – For sure. You know how much fun that would be. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be an absolute hoot. 
I mean, I'm down. I mean, I know a lot of people in the area too that love the short track racing, and I'm sure that have either been or want to go. So yeah, and I'll probably get a group. Yeah, and I have a buddy who um who's actually coming to watch the Bristol race, and he says he wants to go there. I said, dude, like I'm running a podcast, uh, um, and uh, he um said he he would love to go, Eldora. Right on. So yeah. Nice. And I, I'm, I kind of want to go back to Bristol and not sit up in the nosebleed this time because I was pretty much as high as you could get there. Yeah. And it's still so freaking loud. Like, you, you have no idea how loud it is there. Oh, my dad says that there, there, that is the loudest place ever because there's nowhere for that sound to go. It's just like Indianapolis in the front stretch. Like, there's, oh, yeah. nowhere, there's nowhere for that sound to go. No. And, and they were talking – go ahead. I was going to say, the day I was there, they actually had a, a NHRA car there, like a – not a funny car, but the uh, top fuel. Yeah. They started it up, and I swear to God, my, like, back of my neck touched my asshole. It was that loud. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jeez. And I was being told, like, I know they'll never do this, but, like, there was rumors, like, in the early 2000s, they were trying to make that place a dome. Oh, like, they were going to – they, were, they said they were going to try to put a roof around the place. They said, there's no way. I said, people would die in there just because of the gas. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> right. Like, they could cover stupid. it, but leave it open air. Yeah, maybe like a Dallas Cowboys stadium, but that would even be too brutal. Yeah. There's no way they could ever have an indoor NASCAR race. Yeah. No way. Oh, it's it's probably for the best. As much alcohol as those guys consume, anyway, they need as many brain cells as they can keep. Exactly. <laughs> but how are you liking this whole uh, no practice, draw your position out of a hat thing for the first two races? I'm mixed on it. Um, because, uh, so, what I really think they need to, um, do is start the average, like, so, let's say the drivers who are in the last, last 20, start them up in the front and put the more, um, Oh, uh, what can I say? Um, well, the better drivers start them in the back because the better drivers will eventually just catch right back up, don't you think? Oh, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the way they need to do it. Yeah, and I see why they did it for the first race, and then the way they did it for the second race is where they took the top 20 and then inverted the field. So if you finish first, you start at 20th, and vice versa, all the way up to first which, as you can see, was not a disadvantage for Kevin Harvick because he shot right up to the front. Yeah. And those rookies that were on the front there, I mean, it's the first time they've ever had two rookies on the front or on the pole, essentially, at that race. I'm telling you, man, these young guns are really stepping their game up, and I'm loving every bit of it. It's just, it's just showing you the future 
of NASCAR, and it's awesome. For sure. And Mike Joy said that to uh, Jeff Gordon during the Coke 600 that this is the biggest rookie field we've had in 19 years. Yeah, and, and like half – Go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. No, and half of these drivers I've never even heard of until a couple of years ago. You know, it's like like LaJoy, um, like Priest, all of them, dude. Like I've never heard of these guys. Yeah. It's hard to think that LaJoy started his 100th, 100th race on Sunday. And he's a – Did he really? Yeah. That's crazy to me. Unreal. Yep. Yeah, that is. You probably, well, so is that well, hundred three? So that's that's including Xfinity Series, correct? I have to say, probably. There's no way that he's been in yeah, NASCAR but that still, long. Still, hundred races. No, like hundred races. Like that's well, that's insane. Yep. Was there? There's what thirty six races in a season. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, you, for 100 race, you have to be in there for three-plus three, three plus years. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is like he's a third-generation racer. Like, his grandfather, father, and all of him have been at a NASCAR race. Yep. And his son now is training to become a race car driver. Court LaJoy's son. Yeah. Oh, my. How, how old is the dude? Uh, not even 10 years old, but he's doing the iRacing. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, one way or another, he'll be there. You know, what's funny is the the way technology has changed in the past past 10 years. Like, well, you know, way back when, I mean, Gordon, he started racing go-karts in Indiana. Yep. And now now they're having kids on iRacing. <laughs> like, that's that's insane. Right. I mean, it's the way they're training the military now, too. I mean, some of them are doing drone training by video game. Oh my word! So, digital age, we are definitely in it. So, <laughs> I'd say. I mean, the fact that we had a full seven weeks of i racing with actual drivers and like Hall of Famers was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was. Uh, were there any Hall of Famers in the in those um, the i races that they were doing for the couple weeks? I want to say that. Uh, like Rusty Wallace may have jumped in there once, or uh, oh yeah, Jeff Gordon definitely took part in it. And it wasn't all just drivers doing it. Now, it, like Dale Jr. did a couple. So yeah, yep, good old Rusty Wallace, dust me Wallace, as my dad would say. Just <laughs> now hawking we, 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 pain medication. <laughs> we we weren't we weren't big Rusty fans. He. He, I, honestly, like, I don't know if you would agree with me on this one, but really, he was only good in the short tracks. Martinsville, that was his track. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my brother was a big fan of his when he actually watched it back in the day. So, unfortunately, I had to watch that rivalry between him and me. And I agree with you. He only won on the short one, and it made yeah. me so happy. Yep. And I'm not, did he have any Bristol wins? I'm sure he did. Yeah, um, I mean, his – his short track, like just the his lap times in the short tracks were insane. Like at Martinsville on, on the paper clip, like I think he holds one of the I think he still holds one of the lap time records. That's insane to me because the cars were so much slower back then. 
Yeah, that is true. That is true. Back when it was actual racing and actual NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not not disting on it right now, but a lot of the uh, older guys uh, will say that. I'm looking at. There's no way he won that many times. How many times does it say he won um, Martinsville? Oh, I don't. It's the website I'm checking out real quick. Doesn't have. Oh, I see. He won it nine times according to this website. His average finish was like nine point six. So, and he did not finish three times. And that's over forty-four starts. Jeez, I don't know. Seems a bit off, don't you think? Well, actually, no. This this is every start he ever had from 1984 to. No, that's not right at all. I don't know. This website's weird. But all in all, we'll have to both agree that uh, Rusty Wallace was a great short track driver, and as well was uh, oh. Who was the other one? Short track. Labani was a pretty. Uh, Terry Labani was a pretty good short track, short track racer as well. Oh yeah. You could go. I mean, you can go name a lot of them, but I still say Terry Labani and Rusty Wallace were up there in, in the greats and that. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing too. Is like I like watching the short track races, but I was always the Earnhardt fan, so he always wanted the big track. So. Exactly. Although he did, he did own Bristol a couple times that I watched, especially the night race. Yep, Bristol night. That's always my favorite one. I think we have a three. I think we have a three thirty start time on Sunday, so it will it will go into the night though. So oh, cool. for sure. Yeah. Well, knowing how fast that race is, goes, it'll probably be done before it's dark. trying to look up the rest of the schedule too just so i know we have bristol coming up and then i don't know if they have another race planned for wednesday after or not uh, i don't think they do i think they're going straight to the next week i'd like to see bristol bristol twice but um yeah that would be pretty awesome but we'll have bristol i think bristol night will be the next race after after uh, bristol though well i mean that will be the next time they'll be at bristol it'll be bristol night Their website is atrocious. <laughs> that's why I don't. That's that's why I just stay off the the um side. I just go straight to NASCAR. Well, that's what I'm on. And oh really? <laughs> no. I looked at the whole the whole page and I was like, "Where's the schedule at?" And it's at the very bottom and it's very small. Gee. Okay, so yeah, you're right because they go Charlotte Wednesday and then Bristol Sunday and then the Sunday after they're in Atlanta. Atlanta, that is that's one that is up there with my favorite tracks to watch. That is one of the fastest tracks in NASCAR. Oh, but the fastest one's coming up on June twenty first, which is Talladega. Talladega. Yeah. So you got doesn't uh. What I think 
doesn't Bill Elliott still hold um, the record at Talladega for fastest lap? I can find out. Uh, it's a good possibility. It was he was um it was in his number nine Coors car. I think it was the, I think it was the nineteen eighty nine um uh, Coors nine. I think it was two hundred. I think it was I think it was like oh. two hundred. 290 to 211 miles an hour he was going. I like this. Track so, record holder, 216 miles an hour by Rusty Wallace in 2004. Eh, I think I lost you. Yeah, you lost me right there. Okay. Did, does Rusty really have the track record? 2004, 2000, 216 miles an hour. Well, then what track was it that Elliot had? The two, he had a 209. At, it was either Dega or it was Tona. It was one of the two. I'm not too sure on that one. Yeah. Well, I know he had, I know he had some type of record, but... Uh, you know, it could have been there for a while. I mean, that was yeah. well after well after he stopped so yeah i really i wish i could have saw saw billy race my dad met him a few times and um it was it's really funny here's another cool backstory uh so dad went up um so you know sema show out in uh vegas yeah so elliot was out there and dad went to a meet and greet and he's like you get your uh, 43rd win next sunday and uh and uh, it's like, I'm going to try. And sure enough, he got that 43rd win. <laughs> no shit. That's pretty yeah. awesome. It was, it was pretty cool. I think it was, um, I think it was at Rockingham, actually, was his, was his last win okay. in, the num in the number nine Dodge. I just love Maybe the though. fact that Chase is driving the nine, too. Well, you see, that's the cool thing is that number nine wasn't a, wasn't a Hendrick, uh, Hendrick number for the long ever and I don't know how they got the rights and the money to buy that number nine I'm going to go ahead and say that Chip Ganassi doesn't have as much money as Rick Hendrick no <laughs> no no not at, all. How. not at all but yeah it's cool it's cool seeing Chase in the number nine car it was cool seeing him take over Gordon's spot but it's really cool seeing him take uh, take his uh, his dad's number and his dad's sponsor too and his what? dad's. Wasn't Bill in the Hooters car for a while? Oh, was I know? Boy, I know Bill was in. The, he had a spam car. <laughs> I remember awesome. that. Was, I think that that was one of his Bush Series um, sponsors. But he was in the spam. He was in the spam car. Then I remember for the, for the most of his career, he was always in the McDonald's. Yes. When he was in the '94, and then when. Uh, um, and then when after he was done with 94, he went just over to Dodge sponsor and drove the number nine. That's right. Okay. So you were correct in Bill Elliott holding the speed record at Daytona. Yes. It was, well, 200, it was 210. Okay. Since then, nobody's gone over 200. <laughs> oh my word. That was back in the 87. Yep, I knew. I knew it was. I knew it was late '80s. I knew it was mid to late '80s. I know that. But yeah, he 
he had a fast car that year, I heard. But the funny thing is, is now they're considering the restrictor plate car record as a secondary held by Danica Patrick. Did I really just hear that name come out of your mouth as a secondary? You did. Oh, my word. <laughs> Does no. she even have a NASCAR win? No, only a pole. <laughs> All you know she's even racing anymore. No, she's not. She's officially a commentator for ABC. Lovely. And that's for uh, IndyCar. So we'll see her in whenever the Indy 500 decides to run, which will be this year sometime. Yeah. I've really never gotten to watch – I've never gotten around to watch Indy 500 just because they get so spread out and I just can't watch it. It's always nostalgic for me because that's how I got into racing. Being yeah. Here and have a lot of family in Indianapolis and going to the track yeah. a couple times. So, What do you think about the new uh, the new uh, model of the Indy car? How do you like in the – the whole the whole uh, roof over them now, basically. I think it's kind of like a weird F1 throwback to me. It's yeah. Like, it's safer, I get it, more aerodynamic, but at the same time, it kind of takes away from, like, the old school look. I'm 50-50. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you, 50-50. Right on. I've yet to be doing – that's – I do want to go to Indy 500, though. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I've only been for qualifying, and I've been for uh, carb day. I've never actually been to that race. But you can't see anything. That's how fast they go. <laughs> Just a blur. Yep. Just a blur. Right. And if you think NASCAR is fast, it's whew, nothing compared to those guys. And they're even lo they're louder than NASCARs too. Uh, when they're in front of you, yes. So it's yeah. like a split second. It's almost like if you've ever been to an air show and seen an F sixteen fly by. Oh yeah, been to plenty of them. Been yep. to plenty of Blue Angel air shows for sure. Right and on. Thunderbirds. It is kind of weird though, not having any flyovers at these races, especially on the one on Sunday. Yeah, that's it's definitely weird. It's definitely weird. It's an eerie feeling, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, actually, to go back on what we were talking about, there were fans at the Coke 600. Oh, really? Because there's condominiums in the in the raceway, and people live there, so they could be in their home watching the race trackside. Imagine how much things cost for them to live in. I don't want to know. It's funny, like, even the condominiums here at, uh, at Parkview Field where the Tim Cats play, like, those are, like, almost $3,000 a month. Yeah, I've heard that. And <laughs> like, I've been to the stadium. It's really nice. And I, I can see how South Bend's trying to copy it. Yeah. Um, but there's no way in hell I'd pay that kind of money to live on a minor league single-A ball field. Nope, and you only get, to, and especially like especially uh, what's going on now with the virus. No one, no one gets to watch any baseball being played. That kind of sucks. Exactly. I mean, it so sucks I'm, that you you guys are affiliated of the Padres anyway. So. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm I can't stand the Ten Caps. I grew up a Silverhawks fan, so 
Oh, nice. You bet, you bet your sweet ass I'm, root for, I'm rooting against the tin caps any chance <laughs> I get when I'm down here. I will, I will seriously go and order a jersey of the opposing team just to wear that game just to piss off the tin caps fans. Nice. <laughs> nice. I mean, I'd be the same way because now I'm a South Bend Cubs fan. That was kind of nice when they came to town, but. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, so what are your thoughts on? Uh, go ahead. No, you first. Um, what are your thoughts on? Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on? Um, on uh, Kislowski? Are you a fan? You're not a fan. I don't really know yet, and. That's the weird part of it, because I know he's kind of local being from Michigan. Yeah. He kind of looks like, and this is going to be kind of a WWE throwback here to tie in the other show. He kind of yeah. looks like JBL. Yeah, I could definitely see a John Bradshaw Layfield in there. Uh, which means to me, he's like that big, goofy looking, kind of like uh, Gomer Pyle looking kind of guy. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that he won the race, not the way he did, but on Sunday. But I don't know. I'm I'm kind of torn. I don't really know him that well either. Yeah, I'm right there with you. But the one thing I do love is I love the Kozlowski Kyle Busch rivalry. I don't know what the hell started that rivalry, but all I know is every time they're right beside each other. They're constantly tapping. They're constantly trying to dump, and it's it's an all out war zone out there when it comes down to them too. Maybe it's a champion thing. Like now that they both have a cup, and that's right. Kozlowski does have a cup. Yep. And unfortunately, I came back the year after Kyle Busch won it. So good timing on my part. <laughs> yeah. I know one thing I'll take out of that Wednesday race, and this is probably the only other highlight other than uh, getting the, getting back into racing and having it in my face again and liking it, was Denny Hamlin's mask. What was going on there? I love it because it's his own face. And then they made fun of it on Sunday with uh, Michael Waltrip. <laughs> Which was even better. I mean, I haven't seen him in a while, so I I forgot that guy even existed. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's kind of like a sideline reporter for them, and he didn't want to be involved with this whole comeback virus thing, which I don't get. You're outside. Why do you need a mask? Who knows? But you got you get. <laughs> You know, he, he knew he was going to get a lot of uh, feedback when he when people were going to see him wearing that face mask, face mask with his face on it. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I couldn't even tell he was wearing a mask. I thought it was just him. <laughs> I'm like, good on you. Be one of the rebels, but no. Nope. I got I to look, look that picture up again that I saw because that just gets me every time. Right. I'm just waiting for somebody to wear a clear mask. I mean, it's bound to be out there. Yeah, I mean, like you, you see everyone else just wearing, just, you know, just their just a colored mask that matches their suit with maybe a sponsor, a little 
sponsored decal on the side. But that's about it. And then you have then you have Hamlin going in all out. Actually, did you see Matt Kent? Matt Matt I Kent. Did, I, I did not. I did not see Kansas Matt. Kent. Kent. Yeah, you can't say it either. I can't either. <laughs> he was wearing a straight up Metallica mask, man. Oh no. Yes. Because I'm not a big Metallica fan, but that's pretty. Well, the reason why is because his wife called him out after the race last weekend or last Wednesday because he said it looked like he was wearing a sports bra on his face. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so who did he replace? Um, he must not be named. Yes, for saying the racial slur, slur yes. on eye racing. Idiot. Yeah. For sure. Complete idiot. I mean, you know you're live on the air and it's being recorded. But I don't but do you think he knew he was live though? He had to have. Yeah, because well I mean he had to have, yeah, but then like I saw um because I watched the video and he said it and they're like, Hey, um, we definitely heard that and then like he he just went on went on went on with it like he didn't even say anything. Right. And and, I say that's unfortunately how some of those people think like that. I mean, they look at the whole situation with um, like Hulk Hogan a couple of years ago when he said yep. the racial slur and he didn't even know he was being recorded. This is going to yep. have ramifications that he is never going to come back from, unfortunately. No, and I and, and of course, I mean, NASCAR, I'm, they don't have the forgiveness that WWE has. Hell no. They won't let him come back in after saying that. There's no way. He, he'd be lucky to find any other job in the Formula One. I'm not saying he, he wouldn't go Formula One, but he would definitely won't go IndyCar. No, I don't no. think. No no one. No one's going to let him back in. No, he's done. He's He'll be lucky to be driving like dirt track in his local raceway next weekend. Yeah, I mean, and the kid was a great driver, too. Like, I loved watching him race. Yeah. Larson, my bad. Larson was a great driver. <laughs> eh, it's okay. You can say his name. <laughs> we're, not no, biased. we're not biased here. No, Larson was a good driver. It's just he said some stuff that he shouldn't have said. Yeah. And unfortunately, the stuff that you said, he can't come back from. No. But so, I take but, it you you did watch the whole Coke Six Hundred, correct? I fell asleep in the last twenty laps, unfortunately. Okay, so you missed all the highlights, but it was kind of a snoozer to me, man. Yeah, it was a very long race. I mean, it was it was a good race, but the whole thing with Denny Hamlin at the beginning of it kind of surprised me. Yep. And I guess yesterday, NASCAR handed out suspensions to his crew chief and uh, his engineer and the car chief. Speaking of suspensions, Uh-oh. we have um, uh, Jimmy Johnson gets uh, gets oh, yeah. the. Well, I don't, know, I don't know if he got suspended yet, but um, he definitely uh, they definitely got um, penalized. That's for sure. He was DQ'd. Yeah, he had to give up a second place finish. And that's the thing. Do they 
correct me if I'm wrong, do they do pre-race inspection and post-race? Yes. Or do they, so why did they not catch it in the pre-race? Well, that could have been something that they removed during the race, too. That's true. That is true. Or it fell off. So what, what did they, what did they um, not have on there? I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm looking at it right now. Because all I heard was Jimmy Johnson failed inspection. And that got me rolling because that's another driver I really don't care for. It was a rear alignment failure. Stupid. Yep. Stupid. So every driver in that race was moved up one position. And he forfeited 11 points from that stage uh, stage that was run. So the final stage of it. Jeez. Ridiculous. Yep. But I will say. I will say, um, I'm going to go back to Chase Elliott. Okay. He was, he was in the top 10, 85%, 85% of that race. He was in the top 10. He had that one, he had that one hiccup going, dropping down to 16th. Cause I believe he pitted. He did. I believe he pitted with like 75 to go. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. And somehow he, made it back up there i think it was i think was it a caution or was it just uh was he just the lucky dog no he he just that car was way too strong and he just fought his way back up there and i gotta tell you man as much hatred as i had for the 24 car back in the day when jeff gordon was driving it yep. to see him cost him that race like that just like i know it technically wasn't his fault because he just got loose and blew a tire. Yeah. But your own teammate costing you a win like that is just so bad. It sucks. Yeah. And we're talking about Byron right now, correct? Yes, we are. Yeah. That's another driver that's pretty solid. But, yeah, but that – oh, do you think there were some words after that between them two? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't hateful, but – It's like – you know, what, you know, like, what the hell was that about, you know? Right. And I got to say that, speaking of words between drivers, uh, Kyle went right up to uh, Chase after that race and was talking to him like they were best friends. He would do that. Yeah. And what did Chase do? He Probably stood, blocked. Stood there and talked to him. I did, I I love seeing Chase just go out there and just flipping him the bird like that was just awesome. Yes. Like good, good for Chase. It's like the good old for, days, man. Yes, just like the old days. I remember. I I don't know. You might be surprised to remember this, but uh, I remember the 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 Bobby Labonte uh, helmet throw. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember that like it was yesterday. And then like who 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 did he throw that helmet at? Was it uh it wasn't uh was it Burt was it was it uh Jeff Burton? It might have been. I remember I remember watching that and uh yeah that that always cracked me up. I just remember that 
smoke did it to him too. Yeah, you know that's another. Uh, that is a. Um, that's another driver that I could not stand, and uh, then I just learned to like him. You know, you're right, and I did not like him at first. And then I started watching the way he races, and just because he's he's kind of a, from Indiana, and my mother-in-law, before she passed away, was a huge fan of his. Yep. Uh, I just kind of learned to do it. Yep. I tell you what, that guy and his his post race interviews are the funniest things I have ever seen. Yeah, yeah, like, you're right. Did you did you hear him talk about the about the reporter asking him like, is NASCAR becoming too safe? <laughs> no, I didn't. He said along the lines of like uh, he's like, well, something about um, should we make uh, is. Uh, these post-race post race interviews being too safe, should we just go ahead and just saw the legs off these chairs? Oh, my. <laughs> oh, no, he, uh, yeah, he got into that lady. I think it was Kenny Wallace that Bobby Willabonte threw that helmet at. It was who? Kenny Wallace. <laughs> I forgot all about Kenny Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, Bobby was a Bobby was a. I mean, he wasn't the greatest driver, but he was definitely a fun driver to watch. Oh, I always rooted for him. I mean, I don't know yeah. why, but that, that green number eighteen always stood out to me. That inter, that interstate battery star, dude. Yep. That's that funny. Was, I'm, I'm looking through all this Bristol history, and of course, it wasn't Bristol. Um, the day that Ward Burton exploded on national TV, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Threw his helmet through his netting. <laughs> Little ward that never said a word and just explodes on somebody. <laughs> there was another driver that I totally forgot about, and that was uh, Swervin Ernie Irvin. Oh, God. <laughs> Talk about a hick. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate what happened to him, but uh, I did get to see one of his cars at the NASCAR Hall of Fame, or oh, yeah. the Charlotte Motor Speedway Hall of Fame. There wasn't a NASCAR Hall of Fame back then. Uh, I got to tell you, man, there's so many stripes, dings, and dents in this car. I <laughs> It was almost unrecognizable. Jeez, I, I cannot believe he he had one, he was blind in one eye, correct? Pretty much. Yeah, and like I into the I don't think NASCAR would let any driver drive with one good eye. I really don't think they would. Nowadays, no. No, nowadays, no. But back then, yep, you have you have, you have one good eye. Yep, you're good to go on the track. Yep. Okay. As long as you can keep it out of the wall, you're good. <laughs> Shooting for Days of Thunder too. Wait, are you serious? No. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! He had, he's coming. Tom Cruise is coming out with the new Top Gun movie. I'm excited for that one. Why not make another Days of Thunder? Because it would be boring as shit. They don't run. They don't rub anymore. I mean, 
they don't bang into each other without getting a black flag. I mean, come on. That that's one thing I have not seen in a long time is a black flag. No, because nobody ever gets penalized anymore. They all drive like a bunch of like Nancy's. Kind of, yeah. But you know what? Go up. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's say the only people that still do it are kind of like the Kyle Bushes out there that just don't give a shit and just. Oh well, I I I didn't see him in my my peripheral vision, so I'm gonna run him into the wall. He knows damn right. He knows damn well he saw him right there. He oh. blat he blatantly slingshotted around a guy just to go ahead and take him out. And how do you not see a bright white car? in a night race under the lights. Exactly. Like, that's something I would do in NASCAR heat. Yes. <laughs> if I wouldn't, I mean, yeah, I'll do the video game, but no, I would never do that in real life. That no. could have eased, that could, especially when that was like, I think that was fresh after a restart too. Uh, it was pretty close. Yeah. It was the final lap. It was pretty close. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were, they were all up against each other and that could have, that could have been bad. That could yeah. have been a huge wreck, and that could have caused some caused some injuries. Yeah. Well, I say the final lap because it was the final lap before the rain came, and then they called it with twenty to go. Yeah. So, at least the rain delay in the Coke Six Hundred was only an hour. <laughs> only an hour, but hey, yeah. they got that. They got it done. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is I didn't realize that was Kurt Busch's 28th win or pulse overall, and they did actually qualify for that race, so that was kind of nice. But they did set a starting lineup for this Wednesday or tomorrow's race, and the 24 car is on the pole. Yep. So you said the twenty four. You said the twenty four is on the pole. Yep, twenty four is on the pole, and eighty eight is right behind him. I tell you what, man, this Hendrick team is going to be great. I love the young drivers in this Hendrick team. Who's? But here's the thing: who's going to replace the forty eight? Uh, that's a big shoe to fill. Monster shoes to fill. Like. Are they gonna bring someone up from the Xfinity series? Are they gonna do? Are they gonna do some new deals? What's gonna go? What's gonna happen? What do you think? I think it's way too early to speculate right now, especially with the way the season's been so far. And they still got a long way to go. And he is committed to this full season as his last season. So I think we wait and see what happens in the Xfinity series till at least the playoff. Yeah. Who are who are the rising uh, stars in the Xfinity series right now? I really haven't got to pay attention to that. Real. I've been trying to, except like every day that I try to watch it, there's always um, it always moves. Like it's always on Tuesday or Wednesday, Thursday, and it gets rained out. It's driving me insane. Yep. Um, looking right now, uh, looks like right now we have uh, Chase Briscoe is leading the points down there. And then Austin Sindrix in second, followed by Ross Chastain and Harrison Burton. So we got another Burton, folks. Hopefully this one can speak English. That's gold. <laughs> no, you know, all right, that Burton 
family is just the absolute who there's there's not a dull moment in their interviews or whatever like they are just a bunch of clowns and i love every bit of it oh yeah they love their racing yes sir and harrison's what early 20s uh, at least i'm trying to get his information pulled up here he just turned 20 this end of this year that's just scary. <laughs> That's just scary. This is like, his first year. Like I just don't know how you could go. Okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get into this car. I'm gonna go elbow to elbow against the steering wheel in a hot ass car and go 200 plus miles an hour for three and a half to four hours straight. Yep. I just do not see that. I I I couldn't do it. I could not do that. Hey, everybody's got their calling. Yep. So. I mean, he, yeah, he's trained. He's trained his the whole life for well yeah. for this for that moment. So, I mean, but. but yeah, it's 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 unreal what these guys what these guys go through. Yeah, you're right, and I know that. Um, I know there was a race this morning, and I think it was uh, Michael Annette may have won this one, from what I heard. Or he, he he did really well from what I've been reading so far. I haven't watched the race yet, so I don't know who won. But I'll check into that one before the next. Now, show. Who is this we're talking about? Michael Annette. Michael who? I guess he's a rookie this year, huh. driving the number one car. Awesome. So. I'll have to look him up. Yep. Oh, no. I am wrong. He has been in the <laughs> Xfinity Series since 09. Okay. Uh, he was born in 86, so he's not much older than I am, or younger than I am. Uh, yeah. Oh, he finished seventh, so I guess I don't know what the meaning of why he was posted all over NASCAR.com this morning, so. Maybe that's his best finish in who knows how many years. Yeah. But I am just I'm just really looking forward to see that who's gonna take that forty eight. Like you said, we're a long way from knowing, but Oh for sure. I, right. I just I mean, just like you said with Hendrick having a lot of money, you know he's either he's either scouting like really hardcore or he's gonna bring or he's gonna somehow pull something out of his ass and get a veteran driver in that car who has at least who has at least five more years of driving left in them. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no way that they're just going to throw somebody. Well, I mean, they did with Jeff Burton or Jeff Burton, Jeff Gordon's car and just threw in William Byron when nobody knew who he was. I mean, yes, he's doing well now. No one knew who that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's early yet. I mean, we're only six races in, te technically. Six races in, it feels like we're 20. Oh. <laughs> but we got, well, if you look at it this way, we got two more races to cover next week, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for them to get back on their regular schedule. Yep. So after I'm really this week, excited for it. It's too much, too much to focus on. Hey man, it's like binge watching Netflix. 
yep, that is that's a hundred percent accurate right there. I, I totally get where you're coming from, man. I haven't seen this much racing in like eight years, so I'm happy to be back into watching it. But at the same time, let's take it down a notch. Yeah, seriously, please, please. I'm just, I am just looking. I'm. I don't think I've ever been this excited for a Bristol race in my whole life just because we've been not having racing and like our third week going back into racing, we're going straight to Bristol is really cool. Is really cool. Well, think of it, man. It's like the Holy Trinity. We've had Darlington, Charlotte, Bristol, back to back to back. Those are three awesome. I mean, those are three original racetracks right there. Yep. Mecca of racing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, think what's before we go what is um the race after bristol atlanta that's right oh. so we have four great tracks in a row and then you kind of have to throw martinsville in there between talladega and atlanta so that's another fun one to watch yes sir i do i do love my i do love the short track yep but i think that's all we got for this week Yep, I think I think we covered enough. Um, it was a blast. I definitely look forward on doing future episodes. I was a little rusty, but um, <laughs> rusty walls. But uh, it was fun. It was fun, man, and I'm glad uh, glad to have you on board. I know the first episode I did was a little rough because I was just getting back into it myself. So for sure, for sure. But definitely, we definitely have, feel better. We have room to improve. Exactly. So until next time, race fans, I hope to hear you soon and stay safe out there. Boogie boogie.